The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, hope you're well. I'm Braxton Critcher on the Light FM's Community Spotlight this week, talking to the director of Faith Comes by Hearing. His name is Morgan Jackson, and we're going to highlight today their their mission that they are focusing on right now for the next 12 and a half, 13 years called Vision 2033. If you have not heard about it, you are in for a treat today. Morgan, how you doing? Thanks for being here. Good morning, Braxton. I'm doing well. Thanks for having us on. So tell us about um, Vision 2033. For those that don't know all that happens with Faith Comes by Hearing, kind of dive into what uh, 2033 is and and share what those ministries are. Well, there's a a group of business people and Bible translation agencies uh, that kind of work under the title Illuminations. And they've been working together for about nine years. And the business leaders, like the Greens, the Green family with Hobby Lobby, have been asking the translation agencies to say, when can the job get done? When can scripture be translated in every language of the world? And two years ago, they released a document and an objective that said, if we all work together, Wycliffe, Seed Company, Bible Societies, uh, International Bible Society, we should be able to finish a Bible translation or have scripture in every language by the year 2033. Now, we came and talked to them and said, oh, okay. Now, we're partnered with them, and we said, what about the 50% of the world that's functionally illiterate? And they said, well, you know that we're counting on Faith Comes by Hearing to do your part, that we're expecting you to record scripture in every language. Oh, wow. So vision... (laughs) Yeah, he's like, okay. Uh, Sure, get right on that then. Right. Well, we've already done almost 1,400 languages, and so we had built structure. So we started looking and saying, okay, what what do we have? We already have 50 recording teams. How many more would we need? 2,000 of the languages have no text, and we had created an oral Bible translation structure for Seed Company Wycliffe, um, and so it's called, uh, the software is called Render. So we looked at that. Could we do a thousand languages? And we, we came together to say, we believe we can do an audio recording of the New Testament in every language that Wycliffe, Seed Company, Bible Societies, Biblica translates. And we can do an oral Bible for at least a thousand languages, which means it doesn't go to text, it just goes to oral. And we can create a gospel film, a full-length gospel film of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, which is uh, a, a complete word-for-word, but visual in every language by the year 2033. And so that's what our goal is. Uh, and so if, if some of your listeners feel like a gun went off, you know, where scripture in Matthew 24, 14, Jesus is talking about end times, pandemics, wars, rumors of wars. And he says, the end is not yet because the gospel of the kingdom must be preached to the whole world and to every nation. And the word nation means language, tribal people. Then the end will come. And of course, Matthew 28, 18 to 20, the great commission that we're supposed to make disciples, all nations. And again, the word there is language. So there's 7,100 languages in the world. So if you've ever wondered why Christ hasn't returned yet, 
Well, it's because there's almost 4,000 languages that still don't have any scripture. 2,000 of them have somebody working on them. So there's, there's 3,000 languages that have some scripture, whole New Testament, whole Bible portion. There's 2,000 languages translators are working on, and then 2,000 that nobody's doing anything. And that's all changed. So we all together believe working together that we can see for the first time in the history of the world that scripture fulfilled and the whole earth covered with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Wouldn't that be unbelievable? Mm, yeah. So we're just we're just waiting on you now, Morgan, right? We're waiting on the Bible translators. Too. We're all together waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're running as fast as we can together. One is handing off the baton. We're grabbing it, running. Then we're handing it to the next guy, and he's handing it. So we're all running as hard as we can, and the baton is being passed from person to person. And we're all just working not to drop it. I, I think it's amazing how quickly these things are coming together. You were you were telling us there, you know, normally it would take years when you're able to turn something around in audio version in a you know, month or two. That's, that's incredible. Well, you know, the Bible translators have spent 25, 30, uh, oftentimes national translators now, it only takes eight years, to do a translation of the New Testament. Then our teams, we have 50 national teams, will go into that jungle, into that desert, convert a mud hut, and then with the translators who know the people, find 25 voices. And then they can, over the next six weeks to three months, do a dramatized recording word for word of that whole New Testament. Then it comes back to our office, we edit it and mix it. So that's where the ones were the Bible translators, Wycliffe, Bible Societies, Pioneer Bible Trust, Seed Company already are. But the thing that's been a huge, uh, uh, I would say, step forward technology-wise is this oral Bible translation. There's 2,000 of the most unreached people in the world. I mean, they're unreached because they're in Islamic areas, or they're in jungles, they're, they're way back in places, they're illiterate, there's nothing in their language, no text. And so the Sikh company and the Bible societies came to us, Pioneer, and said, hey, could we, you already have over a thousand audios and then the major languages, the trade language, minor languages, all of these small people groups to survive, a portion of them, 10%, 20%, have to speak one or, you know, one or more other languages other than their own, the trade language, the business language. And they translate every day because nobody speaks their language. So why can't we take the language, Swahili and Kenya, put it into a format and let people listen to it. And instead of trying to put it in a written form, which is not normal form, they're never going to use it anyways. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just put it audio to audio? And, and so we did that. We've actually can put three audios so they can listen in English if they went to school, Swahili, and then the local language, maybe Kukuyu the local trade language. And then they meet three or four together and they talk about how would we say that in our language? And they listen and talk, listen and talk, then they record it to just simply a touch screen computer. So they don't have to know how to run a computer. They just touch and everything's emblem based. So there's a little recording. They just push it, record, wow. push it. And, it, and it's color based, emblem based. And I don't know, I've got grandkids and I got grandkids that can't hardly talk to them, but man, they can move through an iPhone. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, being able to read or write has no 
And that's what happens. They learn the technology in a matter of a couple of days. And so we've got Islamic people groups. So there's one Christian among them. We're doing an oral recording in the New Testament or the is one of their holy books called the Injil. But they've never had anything in their language. You know, the Quran is Arabic. Nobody understands it. So they're, they're Muslim. But we come and say we want to do the New Testament. And as they talk about it and the local Christian communities and other languages encourage it, they say, yeah, we want to do it. And in the process, we train four people, Muslims, all of them Muslims. One of them comes to faith in Christ. So now there's wow. two Christians. But when we do the audio translation, where it used to be five to seven years before you got any part of Scripture done, you had to create an orthography, you had to, you, you had to create a dictionary, you had to learn the language. Now, within a month, we're having the first one to two chapters, usually of Luke done. And within a year, they're having the whole gospel of Luke done. That's incredible. And so part of the process is when that's done, you have to community check it. So sometimes the whole village is coming together to listen because they've never had anything in their language. And this is a story of Jesus or Isa. And Isa is their primary, um, that's how they call Jesus. And he's one of the prophets. Well, now they're hearing that he doesn't declare himself to be a prophet. He declares himself to be the son of God. And so they listen, they argue, they talk, they listen through, and then their input goes back into the translation process. So we have whole villages and communities of people who are coming to faith in Christ as the scriptures are being translated. <laughs> it's like fresh and new so, information. Uh, it's so cool. Oh, well, think about it, right? When the early church happened, the disciples had never written down the gospels. The majority of them were illiterate. The first gospel was written 15 to 25 years after Christ's death. So when the first gospel was written, the whole church would come together, and this would be read in the church publicly from church to church to church, and everybody would gather, and they would talk, and they would have it heard over and over and over again. And then it might be five years before you got the next book, Philippians or James. And every time a book came over a 30- or 40-year period, it would be a year, two, three years before the next book came. So you can imagine the excitement. Yeah. Well, this is the way they're receiving, actually, the New Testament, much the way the early church got it. That's so cool. Man, that's so cool. I'd, I I kind of envy them a little bit. I would love to have that, oh, you know, that, that kind of oh, that spark, you know? Just, oh, yeah. It's and, and people get healed. People get delivered from demons while they're listening because all people can't separate themselves from a story. Yeah. So when they hear a story in their own language, it's as if they're there. It's all being a village and people will say, well, I was going blind and, and Jesus walked by and, and the blind man cried, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. And I cried out in my heart and Jesus, the people told me to be quiet. And then the blind man cried louder and I cried louder. And then Jesus said, come, what do you want? I said, I want to be healed. And he said, do you believe I can do it? Yes, Lord, I do. And then he said, according to your faith, be healed. And I was healed. And I'm just like, what? And over and over again, that happens as they enter the story. And so they experience what I would love to, like John 1, the word was with God and the word was God. They literally, I mean, they say it's like Jesus is talking to them face to face. 
And you just, you'll see people start weeping and sobbing as he's speaking because he's convicting them on their sin. And they're face to face with Jesus. And I'm like, man, why can't I do that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mm. Jealous is right. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. What projects are you working on right now? Well, probably the biggest thing we're doing right now is digital because of the pandemic. Um, the teams around the world, we just had a gathering of two for over two weeks of 51 of our international partners and staff who brought out all of the listening programs they're doing, watching groups, listening programs on Google Play, on Facebook, on Zoom calls, on TikTok. I mean, there's uh, TikTok, just always yeah. different programs. TikTok, yeah. And so we've had over that period of time during the pandemic, we've had 24 million people who have been reached, of which 400,000 have engaged, meaning that they've, they've engaged with 95% of the material. They've watched the whole video. They've listened to the whole section of scripture. So we really don't count somebody who's engaged unless they've, they've watched or listened to 95%. Okay. And so we, we have live.bible.is where you can listen to any or listen or read or watch films in 500 languages, listen in 1400 languages. We have bible.is where you can listen in any one of 1400 languages. But we have individual apps that we call global Bible apps. And these are slim apps, they're small, they're single language. And in these small communities, those apps are set up to where people can download them and share them phone to phone. So they don't have to have any internet connection, any cellular. They go back to the village and anybody who wants the word of God, they can from phone to phone share it. I don't know if people know that. I mean, most of us do that your phone is actually quicker in transferring data than the internet. And that has been all those tools that have been used well, but now people are at home locked up. People in India are locked in these small places. They're looking for Christ and they're finding him digitally. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask, uh, how has the pandemic or COVID-19 affected what you're doing? But it almost seems like it's propelling it. In some ways it is. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, we had 50 recording teams. Uh, we have five people in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, uh, five young men who have been there away from their families for now nine months. And we're hoping September 1, they'll be able to go home. So we've had people in the Philippines and India who gotten caught. And we've had a lot of recordings that couldn't go on. But we have a whole virtual recording system now where your computer becomes your your studio. And so we have people using that now, whereas before they weren't really using that in in great numbers. They were using it, but not as extensively as they are now. And so it's been an amazing as we watch new technology um, kind of moving. And so, yeah, it's it slowed some things down, but then other things are expanding. And, and since we're focused on Vision 2033, what we've done is we've been telling our team, you know, follows Abraham Lincoln's model where, you know, when he was uh, having that real splitting competition, he would stop every hour for 10 minutes to drink and take a break. And they said, man, why'd you do that? You could have really beat this guy far worse. He goes, no, I was sharpening my ax. And so we're saying, okay, you have a moment, sharpen your ax, get all your processes in place, get your equipment fixed, 
get all of the things that you need to do in place so that you're all ready and you can run as soon as this thing is over. Right. Uh, So there's, uh, if you look at it, 2033, there's 13 years or 12 years, depending on how you look at it, uh, left to go in, in this in this mission. Uh, how can we pray for you in, in what the next step looks like in where God leads this ministry is to try and get all this done? Yeah, I think the major prayer for us is, um, is, is the continued unity and partnership that we currently have, that that, that unity would continue uh, to be there and that our working together uh, would be would be would stay in process because it, it's really the unity that's going to allow this to happen. And only if if we can be divided will we not be able to make this happen. So you know, if, if we're united, anything is possible. But if we're divided, nothing that we try to do. And so I would say, and we we are in unity. We're working well. But that would be my great my greatest prayer. Lord, keep and bring unity to the work we're doing together. Uh, all the Bible translation agencies, American Bible Society, Wycliffe, Seed Company, Pioneer Bible Translators, Biblica, uh, International Bible Society, Faith Comes by Hearing, you know, United Bible Society. Lord, bring and keep unity with these mm. uh, organizations and with Illuminations. Illuminations also represents all the business <laughs> leaders who are helping with funding. Well, that'll be my prayer then, and uh, for those listening, you can pray for Morgan and his team with uh, Faith Comes by Hearing and also their Vision 2033 um, in the next 12 or 13 years to get that to get these things done and the gospel spread. You can also find them online at faithcomesbyhearing.com or find them on Facebook. Just search Faith Comes by Hearing. He is the director, and his name is Morgan Jackson. Thanks for joining us today, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks, Preston. Blessings. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.